What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Wednesday, January 6th. Here's what you missed while you were avoiding that traffic around the National Mall in D.C. this afternoon. No big deal. Oh man, what a day to watch and talk politics. I mean, there's quite a bit that's happened. So let's just start off with the Georgia runoff results. So as of this writing, Democrat Reverend Raphael Warnock has been declared the winner over incumbent Republican Kelly Loeffler. This is not only the first black senator from Georgia, but it's also the first black Democratic senator at all from the South. That's crazy. Quote, I'm so very grateful to the people of Georgia, Warnock said on CBS this morning. They sent a strong and clear message last night when they sent a person who grew up in public housing, one of 12 children in my family. I'm the first college graduate that I am serving in the United States Senate in a few days pushes against the grain of so many expectations. But this is America. In the second race between incumbent Republican David Perdue and challenging Democrat John Ossoff, it's actually still too close to call. But as of this time, John Ossoff is in the lead by around 20,000 votes. Now, if it stays this close, a uh, recount will definitely be triggered. But after three recounts in the past presidential election, I think the Georgia Volunteer Squad has the counting thing down. Although this seems kind of weird to me, like shouldn't those ballots be exactly the same? Like what weirdo is voting against John Ossoff, but voting for Raphael Warnock? That that seems odd. But anyways, why is any of this important? Well, if both of those Senate seats go blue, Joe Biden's going to have an easier time of getting things like his cabinet and judicial appointments approved because the only need a basic majority. But for major legislation, a 60 vote majority is still needed to bypass any filibusters. So it's not necessarily a slam dunk for things like Medicaid expansion or the waiving of college tuition debt and other ambitious projects from the Biden team. But right now it is looking good. Moving on. There's something happening on Capitol Hill today, something you typically never pay attention to. And it happens every four years on January 6th. See the certification of the Electoral College results is taking place. That's when they get the results in and they just certify them. It's usually just a formality. But this time, they're in debate as we speak. And why? Well, because as a last-ditch effort to prevent Joe Biden and Kamala Harris from taking their roles on the 20th of January, they're trying to object to the electors from the challenge states like Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. And honestly, like I said yesterday, it's mostly a waste of everyone's time. They don't have the support to stop anything from actually happening, but they're trying anyhow. Ah, well, this just makes for another celebration for your podcast host, because at the end of today, guess what? Joe Biden wins again. And, and finally, the reports are coming in that Joe Biden is going to be tapping Judge Merrick Garland for the role of attorney general. Judge Garland, if you remember, was President Obama's choice for Supreme Court, and he was held on ice by Senate Republicans that never wanted to vote it on him. So this is a solid choice by Joe and his team. We'll talk more about all the different cabinet positions that have been chosen once they start going out for their approvals at the end of the month. And, and lastly, finally, for the last time, Trump showed up at a rally in D.C. that was held today to quote-unquote stop the steal. <laughs> Anyways, he started entering round four, burn it down mode, and he's just said a ton of BS. Stuff like he'll never concede. By the way, he doesn't actually need to. He'll still get kicked out in two weeks. He even said he was going to join the march up to Capitol Hill, but of course, even that was a lie. When the marchers got there, they breached the Capitol. Violence ensued. It doesn't look like anyone's been arrested or tear gas has been thrown yet, and the Capitol is on lockdown. Ah, another day in Washington. And that's your politics update for today. 
Okay, uh, more news. Bezos bought a bus, or rather, 11. Airbus. Oh, no, wait. There were Boeings. That's right. Amazon has outright purchased 11 planes from Delta and Canadian Air. I mean, they're not using them, right? And, and Amazon's online ordering is only going up and up. This is the first time Amazon has owned any planes outright. They usually just lease them. But then the miles add up, or maybe that's just with cars. Anyways, they'll soon have 85 cargo planes in operation by the end of next year, including an air hub in Germany as they take more and more control over all of their logistics and push UPS away. All right, quickie update on the Jacob Blake situation in Wisconsin. If you recall, 29-year-old Jacob Blake was shot seven times by police in Kenosha while reportedly attempting to break up a fight. He survived the shooting, but he's paralyzed from the waist down. And so it was announced in a surprise to not one single person of color that no charges are going to be filed against the police officer that shot him. According to the DA report, Blake was holding an open knife in his hand when he returned back to his car and was then shot in the back. Now, of course, Blake contests this account, admitting that he was holding a knife, but that it was closed as it was a recent gift. And he, quote, wouldn't be stupid enough to pull a knife on a cop. Now, the family is obviously disappointed by this decision, and they plan to appeal to Congress for further review. If you haven't been hearing the hype of Bitcoin this year, count yourself lucky. I mean, it's all I hear about these days from longtime investors giving it the punt or asking me more questions as to what I know about it, all the way down to regular Joe Schmoes trying to make a quick buck in a super volatile market. I mean, in less than a year, the value of one Bitcoin has gone from 8,000 US dollars up to over 35,000. And just yesterday, JP Morgan said that Bitcoin could trade as high as $146,000 per coin. Yeah, you heard that right. $146 if it continues to compete with gold as a safe haven asset. Quote, interest in the world's biggest cryptocurrency has soared this year with investors viewing Bitcoin as a hedge against inflation and an alternative to the depreciating dollar. The rush led to Bitcoin prices more than tripling in the past six months to a record peak of $35,800 today. Remember, not too long ago, JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon called Bitcoin a fraud. Tables have turned. And finally, late last night, we received word that famed hit producer Dr. Dre had suffered a brain aneurysm and was hospitalized. Now, I immediately shouted, uh-uh, 2021, you will not repeat 2020. Now, thankfully, Dre has made a statement on Instagram today saying, quote, I'm doing great and getting excellent care for my medical team. I will be out of the hospital and back home soon. Shout out to all the great medical professionals at Cedars. So good news for now. I mean, it's not yet time for a next episode. And ain't nobody forgot about Dre. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of today. And a quick update on yesterday's story. According to CNBC reporter David Faber, Jack Ma is not missing. He's just lying low. Now, that's the only person that's reported on this. So who knows the validity of that? But that's what we know right now. And a follow-up to the first story I gave about all the politics, Capitol Hill is still under friggin' fire right now. People have breached the building, breaking windows, taking down the American flag and putting up Trump flags. Capitol Hill police are doing something, but not much. The National Guard has been called in. There's a curfew in D.C. at 6 p.m. Eastern today. Things are not looking good. This is... 
very banana republic-y. I mean, let's be real. Even though they're mostly peaceful, someone has been shot on the Capitol Hill floor. And they're not protesting any idea. They're challenging the presidential election and literally trying to overturn the results by force. I don't know what you recall, but I believe they call this a coup d'etat. And it's all pushed forward by the words of a little man with tiny hands that I call Trumpito. This guy's a disgrace. Anyways, that's all the news we have for today. Fingers crossed things turn out good tonight and remain low. Thanks again to all my regular listeners. Remember to tell your friends where they can get their TLDR of the news, top5at5.com. Welcome to all the new listeners. And as always, remember, stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated. Dodge the rest. Come back at me because I got you with the news.